0: Welcome to the Clean and Simple Podcast, where leaders are helping leaders do more to be more. Whatever your work may be, we are dedicated to giving you the insights and tools we use in the field. Our people are our greatest assets, and they are here to share their unique thoughts with you. Hi, I'm Nicole O'Brien, City's Human Resource Manager, and today's Culture Tip of the Week is about feedback. It isn't just for performance reviews anymore. I recently read an article out of Harvard Business Review that challenged me to radically reconsider what effective feedback really consists of. There is certainly feedback that is necessary to correct clearly define processes that aren't being executed properly. For example, an employee not executing a critical step just due to missing information. And then there's feedback that's necessary to create a path to ex- excellence by motivating and building on inherent natural skill sets. One thing that I believe City does really well is recognizing an individual's natural strengths and capitalizing on them by putting them into positions where these natural tendencies are likely to shine, creating a trifecta benefiting the c- customer, team member, and City. We do this through tools like the DISC assessment in the hiring process, which helps to identify an individual's natural approach to problem solving and interactions, as well as through performance feedback systems, such as threads, that are intended to capture real-time information on an individual's performance by catching them doing something right and making brief note of it as a feedback comment in the thread system. Well, recent research has shown that we are on the right track, However, I think we can be much more effective by having more deliberate conversations about what is going right in the course of your team's performance execution. I'll save you the play-by-play deep dive of the research and reveal the most relatable highlights that I think will produce the most immediate and effective results for increasing your team's dedication to excellence. In brief, the research is revealing that humans stink at actually evaluating and rating subjective, which means personal opinion, categories. We're led astray by a multitude of influences from our own characteristics and opinions. To rater bias, that can be driven by something as simple as having your morning get off to a bad start. We're human, so we're inherently bad at eliminating the influence of our feelings and opinions on our ratings. Feedback should simply be about telling people what we think of their performance and how they can do it better. However, surprisingly, research revealed that telling people what we think of their performance doesn't help them thrive and excel. When you tell them how we think they should improve, it actually hinders our learning. Clear feedback in the form of clear instructions for methodical, documentable procedures is useful in certain circumstances. For example, anything that a checklist can be applied to benefits from the feedback outlined above. For example, when a coworker is missing a critical step in a process, like a route apprentice forgetting to replace a specific product at a customer location, or just missing a step in proper invoicing, These mistakes are usually unintentional and part of the educational process of training, and thus benefit from immediate instructional feedback. For example, if you don't do X, Y, or Z, this will happen, correct it by fill in the blank. However, when you try to apply this type of feedback to a less black and white subjective area, like rating a coworker's communication skills or teamwork skills, we are all likely to have very different opinions regarding what excellence in each area looks like. Research clearly shows that pointing out shortcomings or gaps does not enable learning. In fact, it impairs it. In the Feedback Fallacy article of the March or April, March and April 2019 edition of uh, Harvard Business Review, the key to giving effective feedback in these hard-to-define areas was re- revealed. Learning, it has been discovered, is less a function of adding something that isn't there than it is of recognizing, reinforcing and refining what already is. The article goes into the neurological reasons for this, which I'll spare you, but in short, when you highlight people's shortcomings, their brains go into fight or flight mode, consequently seriously impairing their ability to learn. To overcome this, all you have to do is focus their intention on something they are doing well. It turns out that most learning takes place when a leader pays attention to something that is working well or something they naturally excel at, or a scenario that succeeded for them. Excellence is impossible to define define because each of our brains has a different concept of what this should look like. Yet getting there is easy if you can make note of specific examples that demonstrate your concept of excellence, linking it with something your team member has already executed, and then building on it. Capture those moments where you can say that, yes, that, make that happen again, and then add this step to it. Excellence is not the opposite of failure. By drawing attention to failures, all you're doing is teaching your coworker what failure looks like. They may get a very clear picture of what failure looks like, but they will still have absolutely no concept of what your personal definition of excellence is or how to transition from failure to excellence. By highlighting a successful pattern that they're already familiar with or executing well, you're creating a recognizable event that they can anchor to, recreate, refine, build, and learn from. The key is not to simply tell them how good or well they have performed. This is nowhere near specific enough to drive growth or learning. It's a nice platitude, but if you want to drive excellence, you will need to be more specific. Instead, describe exactly what you witnessed or what happened that you want to see repeated. There's nothing more believable and authoritative than sharing what you saw and how it made you feel. Your team may doubt your expertise or excellence on any number of topics, but they know that no one is more authoritative regarding your own feelings and experiences than you. Use phrases such as, This is how that came across for me. Or, This is what that made me think. Or, Did you see what you did there? You, and fill in the blank. I noticed that the customer really responded positively when you... Or, wow, did you notice when you said blank? That really diffused the customer's anger? Because these are your personal reactions, they are your truth. So when you replay them in specific detail, you're not judging or rating them. You're simply relating your very personal experience. Specifically because it is your personal observation and reaction, it is instantly humble, honest, and powerful. All things a great leader should reflect to their team if they want their team to shoot for excellence and earn the respect of their team as well as a privilege to grow along with them. This week we challenged our managers to use this information to catch um, their team in successful moments and and then ask them to build on that and then couple that with the feedback techniques we just learned about. By using this feedback, and documenting not just what your team members are doing well, but also use the feedback for yourself personally in terms of building on your strengths. It allows you to move closer to excellence and closer to that um, continuous improvement mindset that we're always striving for. If you do this regularly, consistently, and with specific observable detail, your performance reviews will practically write themselves. Excellence is right around the corner. We'll end this week's culture tip with a quote from Tom Landry. The quality of a man's life is in direct proportion to his commitment to excellence. Thanks for listening to the Clean and Simple Podcast. To find more episodes and learn about how we work, visit our website at www.citycleanandsimple.com podcast. See you next episode.